Welcome to a special episode of the playthrough. First of all, everybody who's listening at home who's hearing right now, let me apologize that this is going out late because we're, we waited until SaltCon and that was our release date to actually record this episode. Yeah. So we wanted to give you guys our experience at SaltCon and a little peek at what happened. So if you guys see behind us, this is their main gaming room. Um, where everybody's playing board games and stuff, but all Kevin, the other what is Salt Con? also have board games going on. We have a little mini vendor hall. We have uh, the Artemis system. So yeah. if you're yeah. if you're a Star Trek fan, you can pretty. It's pretty much a Star Trek bridge simulator yeah. that you can play yeah. in. Um, the enormous game library that they have here. This is by far one of the largest game libraries I've seen out there. Um, Free. Yeah. Free game library. Free game library, too. You don't even have to pay to use it, yeah, which is if great. Yeah, you, if you pay to get into SaltCon, you have access to the game library. Yep. So, four days of straight gaming. Um, and then, of course, joining me right over here, Dr. J. Esquire. How's it right? going? The KO King over there. Russ, how you doing? And Zach, the global guru. You know, one of these days, Zach, people are going to think we're going to be talking. You're a global warming. I know, right? <laughs> I'm a monk that is globally known. It, it, it makes it seem like he just travels the world. Yeah. Um, and then we also apologize. We only got two mics here, but that's the nature of recording live on a location. That's right. Um, so let's see. Let's start off with kind of our overgeneral experience. So I want to start with you, Jared, because you've been here the longest out of all of us, right? This is my second year. Russ, your second year. Zach's first year. So Zach's going to, we're going to get the newbie impression right. over there. But second yours. year here, but third year at Salt Con conventions yeah 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 so they now they have several conventions that go at different times in the year they're, they've got this one which is in march which is the big one they've got a summer salt con that's coming up this year it's their first year doing it it's going to be in like june or something like that and then they do an end of summer salt con which is in september or something like that and those are kind of like two-day things it's not quite the full-blown experience but yeah this is my I don't even know, sixth <laughs> year at SaltCon or something? Well, but at SaltCon is a little convention, somewhat little, in uh, Layton, Utah. So it's a, it's a local convention yeah, did it that is really like fun. Yeah, did it like a college club thing? So, and so yeah, up? basically what it was was it was a bunch of guys got together at the University of Utah, and they just played board games. And then they ended up having enough people show up that they started having to pay to rent the space. So they paid like a hundred bucks or something to rent the space for a couple of days. And they called it a gathering of strangers because there's a convention or a get together or whatever called a gathering of friends. It's a big board game thing. Uh, and they called it that for a little while. And then it start, just kept growing and growing. They eventually moved it into one of the hotel convention centers down in Salt Lake. And then it outgrew that. My very first year, it was down there in Salt Lake at a... I don't Sheridan? remember. Yeah, the Sheridan, Sheridan. The Sheridan. You couldn't even come close to fitting the number of people who are here now into that. So ever since that year, it's been here at the Davis Conference Center in Layton. It's it's been growing every year. Every year it sells out. They have to increase the uh, the tickets, the ticket numbers every year, and it just keep continues to sell out. It's a ton of fun, and it's a nice convention because it's so different from like when we went to Origins. That's it was a bigger like trade show thing. I mean, they had all the vendors, all the people selling their stuff. Here, the vendor area is actually pretty small. Uh, but as you can see behind us, it's straight up just come and play board games with your friends. Yeah, there's definitely more open tables here than vendors. And even talking to the vendors, they actually kind of like this event a little bit more because they're like, yeah, it's a little bit more cozier, a little more, more intimate, so you can talk to everybody and kind of show off your games. Um, and I like how it's unique here 
where a lot of the booths, when you go to those big conventions, it's the company pulling it off or it's, you know, their PR representative. Here at SaltCon, they've even done, like, they have their hot games area, their prototype area, where the convention itself is finding volunteers, not representative, most of the time, like, I don't think the company sends a representative, where volunteers learn the game, teach you it, and they're there for the whole time of the convention to teach you how to play the game, which is always a nice benefit. Yeah. Well, when we say vendors, we're literally talking, I don't think there's 30 vendor booths. And uh, there's some good ones uh, locally. They're some of the local games. Tiny Epic does really well. Yeah, In fact, game, that Gameland booth, Games does really Gameland, well. Gameland, like all, they completely sold out of all their games. Yeah, we, we walked by their booth. It's like just tablecloths now, and there's <laughs> some like and, wires hanging yeah. off the thing. The signs yeah. falling down. They're like, yeah, we're done. Yeah, Red and, Raven. And, that, and that's not them leaving either. That's them. We're just out. <laughs> yeah, and like like you were saying, there's a couple of local lo- local companies here. We've got. Red Raven Games is uh, it's it's located it's centered here in Utah. Fowers Games. Uh, there's one guy I can't, I can't remember the company, but we play tested Ignite his yeah, game. Yeah, Ignite. Yeah, they're and, from uh, Colorado. Oh, are yeah, they? Yeah, but you know, pretty close by. You know, it's just a lot of fun to be able to come here into this intimate setting, get to talk to the creators one on one. For Fowers Games, we played. I I don't know, but I don't remember if you guys did, but I play tested his like newest creation that was basically paper glued to poster board or whatever cut out like there were still like little things hanging off of the prototype pieces that's how new it was and we got an opportunity to play test it for him and it was a ton of fun and you see like ryan lockett who's a bigger name you'll see him around out playing yeah he'll just always talking it's (laughs) it's pretty nice we walked up to his booth and he's like hey man because he recognized me because i've been here i've been here for five or six (laughs) years or whatever and in that time, you just get to know the guy because he's always here and he's always hanging out and just playing games with people. Yeah, it's. I look forward to this. I take the vacation off of work and you got love this. And got a room, right? Yeah, <laughs> got a room. You always learn that lesson after the first year. Like I'm just going to show up for the first year. You realize how much fun it is. Or and if you're like Russ, you end up taking a nap in the hallway <laughs> for four hours. The cleaning lady came and gave him a blanket. Like, yeah. in the middle so of the last night. year, at like when we were done four or five in the morning, I walked out into the hall, and they had nice couches, and I slept, and then I got back to gaming at seven eight in the morning. It was pretty sweet. It's ridiculous, <laughs> completely ridiculous. And then Saturday night that last year, oh, Kevin and I, I'm pretty sure we and Zach, died. I think we all were you. You weren't there last year. And Alex, we all thought we were going to die. Worst weather that I've traveled in some time. Yeah, so. something else that's really interesting is you can't see it here. I mean, you can see all the way to that back wall behind us. We're only we're about a third of the way to that wall in the convention center, so there's still a ton of tables behind us, and almost all of them have people playing games at them, and it's just packed. So it's like this is way more tables than they had in here last year and they keep finding a way to cram more into this space so one of the things other than playing games which is the best they have the best game swap at this convention it's like a store and it's like heaven collection just like exploded today i don't know how many hours i spend in that thing every year so i started at nine o'clock thursday in the game swap room Oh, yeah, you go for a walk, and you see what people have in. And, I mean, we got some 
awesome treasures this year between all of us. Yeah, if you guys are curious what we got, we'll be discussing that in our vlog. So right now we're just talking about it, but if you kind of want to feel the day-to-day, -day, I tried my best to kind of vlog all the different games and places where we were here at the convention. We'll be talking about that there so you can find out. So I'll leave a little mystery there. Um, about the game swap. So, but Zach, this is your first full-fledged SaltCon, right? Because you went to the end of summer one. Yeah, um, that was my last one, the end of summer last year. And this is my first actual big SaltCon yeah. experience. So what, what's your impression with uh, this and how it kind of even compares to the end of summer one? Well, and also compared to Origins, because I've been to yeah, Origins, Origins as well. Yeah. And Origins was probably um, the play area wasn't as big as this, even though it was a bigger experience. I was there, kind of like what Jared said, for the uh, like the trade show stuff. New that's games, gonna, that's gonna you're able you to get things. To say that, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I was able to do some uh, some beta testing and stuff for that. So there may be a little bit more well known known games that I was able to play. But here, it's all about playing games, which is awesome because I mean we play once a week and we love it. But we're, we're limited on time. You know, we played, what, six to eight hours or so um, going into the night. But where we get, I mean, essentially... Four straight days. Four straight days of gaming. I mean, it's kind of funny how little gaming we do as well. Well, no, Be as, because hey, Russ, how many games shop. have you played? Russ, because how many games a couple of us really like to take a break and we say we go to the shop or the store. But it's the game swap just to go see if things are new there and... Some people got some really good deals, and I, I got a couple things. I was really proud of the, the math trade. I put a ton of stuff in. I think I did over 20 trades. So what's a math trade? A math trade is where you put everything that you want um, on this uh, Board Game Geek listing, and other people do that. And then at the very end, you say, here's the ones I want. Here's the ones I trade for it. And some big algorithm goes through and says, here's what you get. Sometimes yeah, they're, they're triple trades. and yeah, there's an actual computer that goes doot, yeah. doot, 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 doot. That's, yeah, that's like literally do. that. That's what yeah. it does, yeah. That's absolutely the sound computer's and so, and so it lined up quite a bit where I was able to, you know, I felt like I was able to upgrade or at least swap some games that I didn't get to the table, and hopefully I got some that we will be able to get to the table more. So for me, like my two favorite things about board gaming is playing the games, but then also acquiring, trading, collecting the games. So... This has like my two favorite things. Do, do, do one of you guys have the little tags that you hang on your on your badges to show that you're just uh, you're, you just you just oh. yeah you just buy it like like he's got a. You probably can't see this, two. but Kevin my, and I are definitely game, game right hoarders. Here. There are people with like twenty of these things hanging off their yeah. badges. You, you know what I realized though? The more you have this hanging on the badge, and this may only apply to guys. But when you need to go pee in the bathroom, it gets in the way. So you got to remember <laughs> to swing it back. That's too much information. Or you're going to be in trouble. Right, like a tie. Just, just, just a little con tip for you guys if you guys got a little flair in your bathroom. Yeah, yeah. And then another con tip that I learned last year, um, make sure you take lots of vitamin C, wash don't your hands your a lot, use hand sanitizer, and don't touch your face. And very important things. It's very important at this convention because there's so many people packed into such a, a, a tight Well, and you're, you're playing games so much. Yeah. So you're touching stuff, especially if you get it from libraries, that other people have probably touched. Yeah. So There's not there's not a year that goes by that I don't probably get sick for about one day after the convention. The first time I came, oh, my gosh, dude. It was like Concrete three days. Yeah, it ate, chewed me up and spit me out. And apparently don't touch... Uh, these things, if they're really long for guys, because... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, that's right. Not a good thing. 
<laughs> you never know if they're expert ones. So, and then of course, we got to talk about all the games, right? So, um, you always, I love your our, the yearly tradition to play Eclipse. Yeah. At SaltCon, which is always great, right? Yeah, and I, it was a little bit of uh, it was a little bit of a bittersweet experience because I think this is probably the last year we're going to be playing the first edition of Eclipse. Uh, but the second edition is going to be coming out around June. You're going to have your nice wash ship. So are you going to burn it in effigy? What? Are you going to burn it in effigy? Just burn it. Burn it. I don't. I don't think I will. I'm pretty sure that ins that wood insert would burn really well too. But uh, I'm super excited for the second edition. But it was huge. We had an eight-player game of Eclipse. Uh, it took us four or five hours to play. How late? We or, started, or early, we I should say. We started around 11, and I think we got done around 4 a.m. So, but but it, like, it, we didn't care. You know, the, we best, sat down. the best gaming happens after dark, yeah, I we swear. Sat, we sat down, and none of you guys actually played with us. It was well, just, Which is weird, right? I'm yeah. like, whoa. <laughs> Darn but, uh, it. We just sat around, so, hanging out, talking. It was just a bunch of guys It was chilling. nine players. We knew that was going to be a long haul. We got like four games in. You guys were still playing so, when we got done, though. So, this is a tradition, like Jared said. Last year, we got, I don't know, what, four hours in? And and some guy walked by. I think he was having a joke. Like, My head almost suffered from that. Somebody threw something, and then he, like, reactionary threw it back and it hit the <laughs> table and almost completely wiped out the game. Yeah, I like he totally cares about that and not the fact that it was like inches away from my so, head. So that what oh, happened was man. Ben, like Ben Ben gave me Ben gave me like a waste. granola bar and I was like I don't want this cuz it had fig in it or something. I threw it over my shoulder and almost hit the guy. And so he picked it and threw it at the table and then this year like Ben tossed me something and I was like I don't want that and threw it over my shoulder and instantly I was like oh crap is there someone behind me because that uh, that's what almost ruined the game last year. <laughs> but there wasn't anyone there this that this time so yeah, but it was it was a blast. I always enjoy playing our, our traditional game of Eclipse. And when we ended, you guys were still here for a half hour longer playing Aust Australia. Yeah, we may have gotten back to the room at 5 a.m. Yeah. So, By so the way, I, the Z in Australia stands for zombies. I know. Why did you guys tell them that? Because I – so I picked up – that's one of the ones I picked up, the Kickstarter Australia. And, man, that's a good game. If you haven't tried it, if you – I don't know. It's farming, farming, uh, Cthulhu even, monsters, but military Cthulhu monsters, but like not Cthulhu. -y. It's I don't know. Cthulhu is in the game. I know, but it's not like <laughs> what your big metal Cthulhu. It's nineteen twenty, like an alternate universe nineteen twenties farming game. The world's been wiped out by the ancient ones. We found land that. We're trying to farm again, and that happens to wake up the ancient ones. But the art is is very not Cthulhu. It's kind of yeah. there's Cthulhu there, yeah, but it's, it's not dark. It's, it's kind of more of that yeah. like it's cool era, like clean. Yeah. It's a great game, yeah. and and you use uh, time is the is the tracker. So it's if I'm weird, doing a it's if, a weird mix of Euro yeah. and like horror theme. It's 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 really actually. It's I, been on a lot I was of tables. A I saw a lot of people playing it because I felt like it was a railroad, a, a railroad game that was disguised as like a Cthulhu monster, 
You went and, and I, I don't, you killed I don't us like literally in like ten minutes the first time. Okay, yeah. So, so one of the one of the ways that you can loot you the game ends is if one of the players' port cities gets destroyed, and so I went and woke up one of the monsters and sent zeppelins after it, and it it just trotted on down the coast, blew up my port city. We were like thirty minutes into what could have been an hour and forty five minute game, and it just ended. And the purples like who attacks Cthulhu, Cthulhu with first turn? Right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Who attacks Cthulhu with zeppelins? Whoever uses zeppelins, apparently zeppelins are just not useful ever. But we didn't <laughs> know that. Like, yeah, we had no idea. Know, going it was in one of those fluke things that I don't think it'll be reproduced in the next yeah twenty yeah. plays. <laughs> so, which is awesome to me. I yeah, love what, when really those awesome, things happen. Yeah. It, it's interesting because that we saw. I've seen that on a lot of tables. I was expecting to see a lot of wingspan, but I don't know if everybody, I don't know if a lot of local people have access to it, because I've seen it played once, and I think I saw it in one person's hand. Yeah, one um, person was carrying it around, I know, at least. So there, I was expecting to see some games that I didn't see. Yeah, I didn't see any Bunny Kingdom out there. Like, like I was hoping that one trade, would have been for know? sale. That was on it's my list. probably in the library, but... I, I almost I almost got that this con, but I decided not to, because the new one's coming out and it's gonna have like the bigger stuff, and I kind of wanted Wait, that one. Wait, <laughs> you bought? There was a copy of it? No, 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 not in the game swap. Oh, okay. No. Yeah. I was like, I've been in there quite a bit, and I didn't see my, it. My wife, my wife Courtney, she uh, she volunteers as the manager, and so as a thank you. They gave they give us a game, and so that was I could have gotten a used copy of Bunny Kingdom. Well, you know, you can just send in, and they'll give you the bigger map. I didn't know that. No. Besides the other game, I had, I got had dinosaurs. What'd you get this time? Dollar Jurassic store doll. Which dollar I, I store don't know dinosaurs? About it, and it's probably not as good as Bunny Kingdom, but I'm still excited to play it because it's a dinosaur game, and I think that's awesome. Um, all right, so let's kind of talk about some new games. We, we've talked about Australia. I think the biggest like new game for the three of us, at least was how much fun and over-the-top gizmos is as a board game, right? If you like combos in games, you're going to love gizmos. Like, I went into it thinking, ah, it's like push your luck and maybe a little, uh, you know, random drawing where you're going to be like, oh, I, did, I drew the wrong things, I'm going to lose my... But, like, you can get some crazy combos going where you're just, like, yeah. getting this engine, and it's so satisfying. If you like combos in games like it's just so satisfying to, to just keep like drawing combos. and keep doing stuff <laughs> it was really fun yeah. well, it's, uh, it's funny because you you like your combo you make these gizmos that that chain and you're like nah that's too good like because every other game tells you like no those combos won't work no this one you, you don't you combo right. everything you look it up it's like Yep, you just yeah. do it yeah we, we ended up with the rule if it sounds like it's broken it works yeah. yeah, but it's satisfying because it's yeah. like you're doing these because it doesn't break the game, but it seems really good. But everyone has these really yeah. good combos yeah. that they get to it do. Just, it, it, like at the core of the game, it's really just a racing game, right? To build as fast as you can. Mm. But the way you get to it, it, it like it's, there's just something nice about being able to do that. Plus, there's a little bit of luck too because it's not always like uh, you know what you're gonna get when you. There's a lot of luck to it, but but there's more skill than I thought there would be actually. So. If the viewers saw my reaction right there, I just had a 
a light bulb moment, so it probably looked funny. <laughs> I but like, I, I, I forgot I got I forgot I got near me? and far. Like I was trying to count oh, the yeah. games I got. I got the Kickstarter near and far as well. Yeah. You know it's um, bad when he can't so track. We also got at least uh, Tiankum and I got our first game of hate in. So I brought that. We we got a game I'm of hate in. For that. It got here Wednesday. So I was able to get that. We didn't start a campaign, but we did get just like one skirmish in. That, uh, I knew what it was, but I'm pleasantly surprised because it's a good, it's a fun dice checker, and you don't have to keep track of tons of damage or anything. It just, things die. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I like chucking dice, even though we all know dice hate me like so one of the things i did when i was here was i played in a i played in a tournament and it was all word games and i played unspeakable words that's like the anti-word game a yeah winner of winner of the cons right. word yeah. games oh where's your plaque we should show uh, off your plaque <laughs> i don't know where it went well he got a, he got a fancy plaque i think so. it's over here uh, it's in the car my wife put it in uh, the car for safekeeping yeah anyway <laughs> so uh I played Unspeakable Words, which is this, like, Cthulhu-themed word game where you make words, sort of like with Quiddler or whatever. You just got cards with letters, and you make words. And then, depending on what the score is, you have to roll a d20, and you have to roll higher than whatever the number is on the cards, or you, like, start to go insane. And I, that, I, the dice hated me the whole game. Like, I was like, as soon as I sat down, I was like, I, I've lost this game because I have to roll a d20. And d20s... <laughs> Hate my guts. Yeah. What was the most ridiculous uh, word? Because as you get worse, you're allowed to make like words that aren't really words. Yeah, if you're, if you're yeah. almost completely insane, you get to just spout gibberish, like you know Cthulhu words. Yeah, and uh, and you and you roll the d20, and so I was trying to play safe and doing really small words, and so the one that I lost on, I had to roll higher than a five, and I rolled a four. Yeah, what was the word though? Did you try to pronounce it? It was like. E it was like yeah, that, that's probably what it was. Somebody's gonna play that backwards and it's gonna say like some like. Some Listen to the playthrough. <laughs> so, so let's not forget that we did also get a five-player game of chaos, chaos in the, the old that's world. Right, that was maybe one of the highlights. It was definitely one of the highlights of the con, just because, you know. Not only, like, I was always, I was excited because we got to play it with five people, but the highlight of that expansion that you picked up is the variation on the original uh, races or whatever in the game. So I was playing the guy that I'd played before, Nurgle, with completely different cards, completely different abilities, and it really, like, refreshed the game for me a little bit, and I was like, oh, this is really cool. So it was a blast. It was my first time, so I don't know any difference. But it was fun. <laughs> well, it was see, a little clunky yeah. for me. It, it, those those engine building ones always feel rough the first time, but uh, it, it was it was fun, and I'm excited to try it again. Yeah. I, I don't know if Russell will ever want to play it again, though. Yeah. So, but, but speaking, yeah. <laughs> oh, we're, that's getting to the table a lot more all, now with the, the player. Yeah. But so speaking of Zach, you know that may not be that was his first time playing Chaos, but not his first time playing a game and not his first time doing this. Uh, we, we played Western Legends with our buddy Kyle, 
What a, shout out to Kyle out there. He, I, this is a test to see if he actually listens to this. <laughs> but but you get, if you guys want to talk to Kyle, you can join our Discord channel or Discord server, ktdata.net forward slash Discord, and come talk board games with us. He's in there. He's chatting all the time. Um, but we did get to play Western Legends, one of my favorite games. Mine to too. And, yeah. Ky and Kyle's like, oh, I want to play this. I haven't played it before. So we got him in. And um, so I'm going to ask Russ and, and, and uh, Jared, where do you think uh, Zach ended up at the end of the game? We know where Zach ended up. Yeah. Hey, I think, you, I think you went there more than I did, Kevin. I went there once. I only went there like three times. Oh, you mean he just, he just kept... Spending his money on the at the cabaret. Yeah, yeah, the entertainment. Yeah, I won. That's how he ended up winning because yeah, I was ahead. <laughs> did you? So another another thing that happened was one of our groups of friends was playing villainous because I. Uh, I we, saw some salt some, going on. <laughs> one of like Russ, you taught it to a group of them, and then that group taught it to another group, and then that other group. One of the guys, the guy playing Maleficent, actually ended up winning. What? Which, and it was wow. a six-player game, and the way that it happened, because <laughs> wow. Maleficent is in, it, nearly impossible to win within a big game like that. And what happened was he, he, he was set up to win. It went two people around the table before anyone realized he was about to win, and then the next ones just pushed it on to the last person, <laughs> and then they... And then she tried to mess it up, and the two cards they she drew were, like, items or something, and that was it. And I was like, there's no... No way that's ever gonna happen twice. But it was really, it was really fun to see them. Like we taught that to a group of friends, and our buddy drove to Target nearby and bought it. <laughs> that, that's what, that's when you know you're successful. The same thing happened with Western Legend when they're like, "Oh, I got to go buy this game." Yeah, yeah. Kyle was like, he like went right when he finished Amazon. Where is this? I need to buy this. <laughs> yes. That that's when that's when you know you you as a group had fun. Yeah. 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 All right. So before we go, any last things you guys want to mention during this convention? Because Four days of stuff packed into hopefully less than an hour. Dude, it's so much fun. I came here thinking I wasn't going to walk away with it. I wasn't going to buy anything. I was just going to come here and play games. And I didn't end up buying anything. But for some, somehow, every time I come to SaltCon, I end up walking away with like three <laughs> or four games that I just got for free, you know, playing in tournaments or whatever. They have a ton of tournaments here. Lots of them. If you win, you get a pass at Gen Con. Uh, and you get all kinds of free swag games. They have a play to win that was really fun where you play games and then if you play the game, you get to your name entered into a raffle where you can win it. And you know, it's just there's so much going on here that I don't know, it's, it's unlike any other convention I've been to in the best ways possible. Yeah, it's so hard to explain to people how to do it. So my suggestion is next SaltCon, fly to Utah. Come to SaltCon, hang out with us, and then you'll be able to, <laughs> to to understand the experience of SaltCon. And trust me, if you do fly out, I'm, I'm not kidding. If you fly out, you can come hang out with us. Like, we're, we're well, well, except Russ, he'll bite you, but it'll be I, okay. I honestly, and I know Zach's in the same situation. Kevin might be too. I don't even know everything that's in my car right now, and I'm a little worried because I was already full in closet space like i don't know where it's gonna go well i don't know where everything in my car my car's empty right now because everything that i got here is sitting on these tables right now <laughs> uh, so I, yeah i feel like because sometimes when you go to cons or you go to tournaments and you you play and do something you kind of get burned out 
but it's almost like I've got all these new games. I started playing some new hot ones. It's like I've almost been like yeah. Sleeping seems like a hindrance at this point. Yeah, I know, but it, but it also seems like all right. I'm ready to get kickstarted on the next, you know, game night. I want to play like we all have like, you know. A bunch yeah, of new games we want to play like, now. There's like 15 new games between the group. It's yeah. like, all right, next Friday, man, we're playing. Well, then all the new ones that we actually brought to the table and enjoyed, we're like, well, now we actually want to play that one again. So, another another terrible thing that comes out of this is you come in, you play like the hot the hot new games. You try all these new games that you wouldn't have tried because you didn't have the money and you get to play them for free here, and then you're like. I need to get that. Exactly. I need to get that. That's what I, I am with that. Gizmos it, now. It jump starts the bad buying habits all over again for the next year. But the good thing is, is if you play a game, and there was, I, know, I think, one today that was pretty hyped up, and you play, and you're like, eh, I didn't really like it. Yeah. I'm not going to buy that. Exactly. So. yeah. I was finally able to play Ice Cool, modded from Zach. That, that was a lot of fun, and that is a great icebreaker. Zach and I actually were, were playing... Uh, Horse, horse with it. So that's a good way to play that game. Yeah. Um, and then one of the things I forgot to mention, nice thing about having four straight days of board gaming is I get to hang out with all of you guys and, you know, everybody's kind of extended family. I, it feels like a family reunion, too, So like, because I don't get to see a lot of these guys, some of it. So that's why, you know, that's another big part of SaltCon. Um, and speaking of that, before we go, big thanks to Courtney for helping run the camera today. Appreciate it. Love you, baby. <laughs> See, I told you he cares. She's all red behind the camera I know, now. I got, I got your back, man. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then big thanks to all of you guys who have listened. If you guys got have any questions about SaltCon or your experiences at SaltCon or another gaming convention, we want to hear it. Leave it in the comments below or shoot us an email, um, the playthrough at ktdata.net or on our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash ktdata, or jump into our discord server like we're giving so as the time of recording if we can get to 30 members on our discord server i'm giving away a steam copy of tabletop simulator we only need seven more people to join so ktdata.net forward slash discord and we'll send you the join right there um guys thank you so much um we're hanging out even more <laughs> let's get some mystia in um and then so we'll see you guys next time on the playthrough